Hello again, Timberwolves fans. Are you ready for the explosion of Timberwolves basketball? It is Saturday, January 19th, 2013. This is episode number 92 of Timberwolves Explosion. I am your host, Joey Awajan, Paladino Joey. And with me once again, Marcus, the forecaster. Yes, sir, we are ready to jump on board. Timberwolves Explosion yet again. Timberwolves Explosion is on thesportstuff.com and on iTunes. I thank each and every one of you always for downloading and listening to this show. We are ready to rock and roll. Uh, The call-in line for this show is 209-736-7877. It is a voicemail. Remember to treat it as such. Mention what show you're calling into, which is Timberwolves Explosion. Leave your name and town to like Joey from Golden Valley or Marcus from Plymouth. <laughs> there you go. We are ready to rock and roll on Timberwolves Explosion with you. So we do have a call in today. It is from Sebastian Balls. We're going to get to that right away. Hey, Jerry, Sebastian. Can you believe the Wolves, man? We are just blowing. We faced the Mavericks and we could not make a single shot. So I felt Kevin Love. I think we are probably the worst team in the NBA by far. It's like I only remember us winning one game personally. I think I followed only one game where we actually won without Kevin Love, and that's about it. Uh, ooh, man, pretty embarrassing to be a T Wolves fan, but uh, we got a strong listenership here and strong fan base. Hopefully, well, doesn't happen to be like the Vikings one where it's like, oh, we're good, oh, sweet, and then we suck, and it's like, oh, get them out of here, send them to LA, or whatever, so, uh, hope that that doesn't go down the drain, uh, let's hope, now somebody steps up, and, uh, I'll be listening, thanks for having me calling, bye. And we thank you for that calling, Sebastian Balls, good stuff, welcome to the show, very cool to have you on board, and keep calling, and those of you out there, that are listeners to the show, don't be afraid to call in, 209-736-7877. Brought it up a couple topics there, starting out with, uh, well, basically, things are not going so well. Uh, that Dallas game was pretty rough. Yeah. <laughs> no doubt about that, and we're, we're going to get to that pretty shortly, but overall, that was a definite eye-opener for Wolves fans that maybe still thought this team was strong with or without love. Uh, it was bad. <laughs> so we'll officially review that game shortly. Uh, the other topic, uh, basically, you mentioned um, you can't you can't really remember only you can only remember like one game without love uh, that we won. Yeah, there was that Brooklyn game, but of course that was the one you called into a while back. <laughs> and um, trying to think of, I mean, there were there were a couple of okay wins along the way. Yeah, like Indiana, Orlando, but they weren't like spectacular, but uh, they were okay, right? Yeah, a couple of good ones. Trying to think of them. Can you think of any? I was like, I'm blanking now. Yeah, beginning of the season, we we were winning without love. Yeah, it was kind of a good start, a bit without love. Now it's kind of getting crappy though. Tonight we did better beat, defense. Huh? Ball moved a whole lot better. Yeah, it was good. We had very good defense early on there. Like when Kirilenko was kind of like the star, so to speak, yeah. of the team, and Cunningham was a up and comer and all that good stuff. It was fun to watch. Though now we got. Uh, well, tonight was really fun, actually, for, for, for the Wolves. Not fun for the Houston Rockets, <laughs> yeah. who were pretty much at full strength, yet we just snuffed them out, and they shot extremely poorly. 
that'll be the last game we'll get into. <sighs> yeah, you mentioned a bit about kind of comparing it to the Vikings show a little bit. Purple Mafia, that's the other show I do. Uh, Thesportstuff.com and on iTunes, of course. Um, yeah, it's been a uh, interesting run there with the Purple Mafia. Very up and down. We talk about the playoffs lately, so that'll be fun to talk talk about on there. That show is doing a little better now, but yeah, luckily this show's listenership seems to be a bit more consistent for the most part, except for except for the Christmas season. Bah humbug! Yeah, that was pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, Christmas season. My goodness, like where the heck did everybody go? Jeez, we could call it ghost explosion, you know? <laughs> Timberwolves ghosts. Okay, sorry. So yeah, uh, I guess. I mean, I guess that's about that's about the topics you got too. Anything else you have to say? Um, yeah, about uh, you know, you said you mentioned something about stepping it up. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I believe that too. But we're asking guys at the end of the bench to step it up. You I, know. Yeah, that's the crappy. That's part. what we're working with here. Mm-hmm. Ten day contracts. Yeah, <laughs> this is like the seventh or eighth guy. Yeah, like we're not asking, or just you know, the the average role player on any other team to step it up. We're we're at the end of the bench. Yeah, it's getting to a point like you know, Lou Amundsen getting lots of playing. Yeah, there's <laughs> guys only so that. much that this team can do right now. Just yeah, the injuries have been insane. Yeah, and if they step yeah. up any any more, they they, they could be starters. Yeah, basically, <laughs> isn't that scary? Yeah, these guys should a lot of these a lot of our our players shouldn't get as many minutes as they're as they're getting if it wasn't for. Uh, these injuries. They got her, yep. So, what they're doing now, I'm pretty sure that they've already stepped it up. Mm-hmm. That's about it. I mean, it's kind of, we're kind of stuck at where we are, I guess. Uh, Rubio's a guy that's kind of still, there's still step of ability, we'll call it. Yeah. You know? He's still not where we'd like him yet and where he'd like to be, I'm sure. And that's still a situation that's kind of an ongoing thing. Yeah, and it shows on the court that he's not uh, he's not uh, where he thinks he needs to be right now. Mm-mm, that's for sure. So, yeah, we're going to get to him very shortly a bit. We're going to continue to talk about Rubio in general. Uh, so, uh, Rick Edelman, that's a huge story right now. He has not coached for a while now, but it's been about six games or so. Uh, his wife is sick with an unknown illness. Terry Porter is the acting head coach. I initially call it the intro, but no, it's acting head coach. Uh, hmm. Porter looks okay as the coach. He's been a head coach before with uh, Milwaukee, which I thought he got a, I thought he had a short leash there, but Phoenix, uh, yeah, that was not very impressive what he did there. That was kind of a... Uh. Yeah, I think the only uh, thing that um, we're getting out of uh, Porter is more minutes for uh, D. Will. That's the good part, huh? Yeah. yeah, more, yeah, because... Uh, Finally. Yeah, exactly, because Rick Edelman had an 18-minute stealing for <laughs> Derek Williams, and we knew it was exactly 18 minutes. That's all he got, like yeah. nine minutes a half. Good stuff. Nine minutes or less, by the way, I might add. There is no 1801, but now we're getting more than 18. Yet at the same time, the broken hand man. <laughs> broken hand man, yes, he's got three broken <laughs> hands in his short career already. Yes. Yes. Okay. Talk to the hand. Yeah, there we go. Okay, I'm getting really nerdy here. <laughs> uh, that's the good part, though. Yeah, more freedom for Derek Williams, though. I wouldn't say he's necessarily uh, embraced it just yet, unfortunately. That's the crappy part. It seems like when he's fighting for minutes, he plays better. Now it's like he's a little more comfortable and not doing as well. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's shown potential. Yeah, at least we're seeing some. 
Well, that big shot, well, not really big shot, Bob, but Robert Ory will just say. Yeah, he's basically coming out of his rookie season still. Mm-hmm. Recently, gonna, because he didn't get that many games because of the uh, the lockout. Yeah, it was a very shortened lockout. Yeah, hockey started tonight. Speaking of lockouts, that's a short season. <laughs> so we're going to have a lot of that, a lot of, a couple of rookies on the wild are going to be saying the same thing next year, I got to think. Shortened season. Yeah. yeah. Another thing the uh, caller was talking about. Uh, Mr. Sebastian. Yes. Um, the mm-hmm. only thing that's going to L.A. is probably love. <laughs> Instead point. of the Vikings? Yeah, yeah that's yeah, the, that's a good point. You probably, yeah, because he yeah. didn't mention that at the end. Yeah, that's very possible, isn't it? Um, sounds like, what was it? Uh, Tom Reed of Believe the Hype was talking about he's probably going to wind up in L.A. at some point. It's like, oh, man, don't be saying that now. <laughs> Believe the uh, yet, yeah, yeah, I'm sure it's possible, and not to the Lakers. Mm. They don't, uh, they don't have anything that we want. So you're talking Clippers? Yeah, not even Kobe. Not even Kobe. Yeah, because he's yeah, he's turned into Rashad McCants on steroids. <laughs> he yeah, likes to gun, doesn't he? It'll be the Clippers if if, <laughs> if anything. Yeah, he hit that big shot there, didn't he? Yes. So we're gonna get Blake Griffin now. Yeah, right. That's the one thing. They probably wouldn't want to pair those two together. That'd be kind of a nightmare for yeah. defense. <laughs> we've, already been compl- we've already been complaining yeah. enough about Peck and Love, right? <laughs> well, but at least he wouldn't hit the side of the backboard. Like uh, I, I, don't, I don't think Love would hit the side of the backboard like old Shaq in a fool, Mr. Blake Griffin. Yeah, you can dunk over the hood of a car. Not a, not over a car. The hood of a car, Blake, but you can't shoot threes. <laughs> That wasn't even the hood. It was the bumper. It was the bumper. Yes. Yeah. Basically, wasn't it? Yeah. That was some bull crap. <laughs> it was an obvious setup, but yeah, it was just for like, oh, Kia. Here we go, Kia Motors, man. Go buy your Kia car. Yep. Yeah, I'll key the car. All right, I'll key a car. All right. That's about all I'm gonna do to a Kia about now. A, okay, sorry. That I just lost that sponsorship for <laughs> for, for about a year there. Great car though. Kia. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Yep. Yeah. I was just uh, kidding. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, man. So, talking about big men and all that good stuff, Darren Wolfson of the, uh, well, he mentioned on 1500 that according to an impeccable source, the Wolves are making progress on a trade for a big man, a power forward or a center, and then next thing you know on Real GM, it's like, ah, I don't uh, anticipate we're going to be making any significant moves before the February deadline. That's what David Kahn said, so... I'm not sure where to go with that now. What would it have been? Big Baby? Yeah. yeah. yeah it's pretty disappointing seeing as how uh, we, we've been losing so badly. Yeah, un- until tonight, but yeah. yeah. Tonight's little MVP guy. Yes, we're going to get to that yeah. soon. The MVP, Chris Johnson. With his 2,000-yard season for... Wait, no, that's the wrong player. Uh, wrong sport, too, but yeah, you get the idea. <laughs> Tennessee Titan running back, but yeah, of course not the same guy that played tonight. <laughs> he, was, he played great. Yeah, it's like I wanted to think and guess about who could it be, and now and then David Kahn's like, I don't anticipate anything. So, yeah. yeah. It, Kahn? Okay, yeah, sorry. As a fan, <laughs> you want to see something done. You do. A coach fired, some type of move <laughs> that letting us know that, hey, we're serious about winning. Yeah. If we're, yeah, not, if we're not Adelman crushed fired, by but other teams, <laughs> yeah. you got to make some type of trade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's like we're we're devastated with injuries. We're not. It's. I mean, the history. This is like what was it? The last the last game. <laughs> I mean, they were dropping like flies. I'm not trying to laugh either. It's like more of like a painful like laugh, like a nervous laugh. 
illness, injuries, plague. I mean, what's next? You know? Yeah, I couldn't believe it when uh, Shved and uh, uh, Pekovic uh, walked out. It's unbelievable. Two injuries. What's going on game. here? Yeah, what is going on here? Yeah, something needs to be done because right now they're definitely giving giving back that 10%. Yeah. The way it's looking. It's looking really bad. Yeah, about missing the playoffs. Yep, yep. I, I saw that deal. The Wolves missed the playoffs. Yeah. The season ticket holders get a 10% uh, refund. Yeah, it's like it's, getting, it's heading that way. So it's like, yeah, yeah. We can kind of jump ahead to the whole injury thing before the Rubio conversation. So, um, <laughs> I mean, you, they better not let any rats in Target Center. You know what I mean? Because it's going to be the plague. You know, people are going to be, yeah, I'm just saying, you know, the whole Europe rat plague, potatoes or whatever, whatever the heck that was all about. This, I've never seen anything like this except, I mean, like the Twins pitching staff last year, Minnesota Twins, of course, similar that way, I guess. <laughs> the Wild last year were the same. I mean, what's, what's going on with the injuries over here in Minnesota? My goodness. The Wolves are even worse than the Wild and the Twins. It's Brandon Roy. <laughs> that, uh, get that curse. that curse over here, yeah. Yeah, get, get him out of here. Brandon he should be gone. Uh, unless we're making some type of trade for a uh, for a big guy bit. The way it's looking right now, we can just go ahead and get uh, a D-leaguer. Yeah, we've gotten a couple. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A couple kind of d Yeah, Yeah, they're, they're not bad. They're actually better than we expected, I'm sure. Dare we briefly talk about... Yeah, yeah, we could talk about him right now if you'd like. Would you, yeah. Are you ready? Yeah. Michael... Uh, I keep calling him Michael Gibaldi. I don't know why, because I'm just goofy. I don't know if that's... It's from a TV show that I've never actually watched ever in my lifetime called Babylon 5. And that's, uh, I probably mispronounced his name, too, so that tells you something. <laughs> and then there's you got the uh, the Chris Johnson guy, who's yeah. the MVP, apparently. A more athletic uh, Cunningham. Did you say that out loud? Yeah. Mario Athletic Cunningham, yeah. Well, I guess so. He was pretty good tonight. Yeah, a little, yeah. less, little less hustle, more athleticism. Yeah. I didn't see that coming. Uh, nice passes from Rubio, and he just puts those suckers in there. Oh, yeah. It's good times, and then... Uh, That's how Rubio wants it done. Mm-hmm. Dunk it. Dunk it! Yeah, we're going to be using that slogan for a while. Dunk it! Yeah. <laughs> oh, because he told <laughs> Pekovic that. Yeah, Pekovic, by the way, out seven to ten weeks with a thigh... Contusions. Yeah. Get well soon, please. Please get well, because that's the real MVP of the Wolves right now. Right now. Without Kevin Love, of course, being healthy. If Love was healthy, we know, but yeah, he's we not. can't have <laughs> too many games with uh, Stingsma. Starting. That's the worst player on the team, I think. No, actually, Louis, but Stingsma yeah. is second. He he can't play. Yeah, Can Johnson I say that? has to push. Yeah, he can't play. No, he can't. What were we gonna say? Well, Johnson has to uh, push uh, Lua out of the out of the wolves. Yeah, that's been going on in the you know the conversations. <laughs> the fan base has been saying yeah. it already, and hey, you know what? Yeah, hey, uh, he's the MVP. Lou Amundsen will never score fifteen points ever. Chris Johnson did in his first little game here yeah, with the, the wolves. He's the <laughs> at minimum, he's a spark plug. You know, he even blocked a shot in the game. Hey, all in eighteen minutes. Look at us jumping ahead, but then again, it's all about the additions. Yeah, you would think that uh, Cunningham could have done everything that uh, Johnson did tonight, mm-hmm. especially with the uh, dunking. But it's never, it's never happened. That didn't really happen much, did it? But it seems like he likes to lay the ball in instead, and then uh, drives me nuts. Drives me nuts when guys like 
Derek Williams tonight also had a wide-open dunk, and he decided to go underneath with it when he was in the air, and he missed. It was a thing of beauty, wasn't it? I love Derek. I don't love him, but I like Derek Williams, but I didn't like that play. I did well, not like that play. Well, another thing is, was interesting, um, with uh, pick nine in the game, uh, the the um, inside wasn't as clogged. I think that might be the reason why Justin had so many easy uh, dunks. That could be. Yeah, because nobody's just kind of standing down there, plastering yeah. into the, the lane like, like Pekovic kind of has to. Yeah. Jonathan is kind of, boy, does he run the floor well, by the way. Yeah, yeah. He's like a wide receiver out there. Jeez. Yeah, Yeah, he is like a wide receiver (laughs) to to Rubio's quarterback. He's pretty fast. There you go. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm pleased. Hopefully hopefully we can get a semi-consistent thing out of it. Yeah. (laughs) Michael Gabel, is that how we say it correctly? I think it's something like that, right? It's not the easiest pronounced name I've ever seen. (laughs) The former Seattle Supersonic. And ladies and gentlemen, it's not just because he played on the Seattle Supersonics at one point. It's the last NBA team he played for. So that tells you how long he's been out of the NBA. And in like uh, international and D-League rosters. A fairly good shooting wing that we got. He can shoot okay, but didn't make a three tonight. 0 for 2, 2 for 3 over, or 6 for 3. 3 of 6 overall from the floor. (laughs) That'll be in the outtakes. No, I'm kidding. We don't. Yeah, we don't need to worry about that too much. But he looks okay. Kind of like a Josh Howard, kind of. Maybe not as defensive as Josh Howard, but we'll see. He's got a nice afro. Yeah, that uh, <laughs> <laughs> the Rockets announcers just couldn't stop talking about. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Then they really like Chris Johnson too. The MVP. The crowd was chanting MVP for yeah. Chris Johnson. That tells you we are our roster is depleted when you're hearing a guy signed to a 10-day contract who, like, probably 99% of the audience had ever heard of in their life. <laughs> They're chanting MVP when he's at the free-throw line. Yeah. His first game, he was signed hours ago, ladies and gentlemen. Hours. Not days ago. Hours. And they're chanting MVP. <laughs> that does tell you we're in trouble. <laughs> Oh, man. That tells you a lot about uh, what we think about the rest of the players on the team. <laughs> that, too. I've never I've heard that from, you know. Last year he did, but. Yeah, this year he's not getting that at all. No, no MVP chance this year. Because just, you know, the shooting percentage was poor because the hand was not healed. Excuse me, did, did I say that out loud? Yeah, his hand was not healed. <laughs> what a bunch of, you know, talk about conspiracies. We can, we can you know. There's conspiracy theories out there for lots of other things, but there's a conspiracy theory with that one too. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it was not healed. No, no, it was the newspapers were printed all over the place that it was already broken. Oh no, I'm kidding. <laughs> you would have to uh, think that little sitting at home watching the game, you know, getting frustrated, like throwing a fit. Yeah, he's not supposed to be getting MVP chance. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Kevin, I hope he comes back healthy for real. You know, this time. In April, unfortunately, is where we're headed because he's out for about 10 more weeks. The surgery was successful. That's good. We'll take that. But uh, now the wait begins. The good old waiting mm-hmm. game. Just like with everybody else <laughs> on the roster. Uh, Shved has a tweaked ankle as well. We got that to the list. Cunningham was sick. Didn't play tonight. Impressive win for a nine-man roster tonight. Yeah. Very, very impressive. Yeah. That, that was cool. Two two of the guys, as I mentioned, their first game off of 10-day contracts contributed pretty big time. Yeah. I don't know how many times that's happened ever in recent memory. 
Yeah, we, we we have to make room for both of them. Yeah, I think yeah, I think they're okay. They're gonna. They, I would not be surprised if they're signed for the remainder of the season because yeah. those guys ain't coming back anytime soon, a lot of the guys. Yeah. Uh, Cunningham will come back, obviously. Duh. Uh, Pekovic will too, but I don't know if that means we need to cut Johnson because if he keeps playing well, okay. Yeah, I think right now we just cut Lou. Yeah, because he see, can't play. Yeah, <laughs> and see what we can do with uh, Cunningham if we, if we can trade him or Johnson. Look at you. Well, yeah, we, we, we probably can't trade Johnson, but just because not because uh, not because he's a, he, he's so good, but mostly because nobody care unless it's a throw in, you know. Yes, I'm saying yeah, yeah. Or we just keep Johnson, see see if he can do basically do what uh, Cunningham does. Yeah, at least help. Yeah, yeah. If you can just to be able to get rid of uh, other guys on the team like me, Brea, Luke. <laughs> yeah, without oh. throwing in Williams. <laughs> Yeah, we're going to be talking about those guys a little like later, much later in the show. Because yeah, that uh, yeah. I was not impressed at all tonight with those guys. I might add, and Bray has been pretty good this year for the most part. But yeah, mm. they they should mm. work with uh, limited minutes. Yeah, they should not get major playing time. Nothing's hero ball. Ah, the hero ball is pissing us off, ladies and gentlemen. It's like they keep us in games and out of games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean my TV right now there, it's still intact. But I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> let's just uh, yeah. You can you can you can probably guess where I'm leaning towards. <clears throat> yes. So yes, Ricky Rubio. Speaking of him showing signs of getting his speed back a little bit, yeah. but still can't shoot. Um, he a little better tonight. Yeah. It wasn't okay. The best, but it was, it was you know an improvement. He's 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 heading somewhere. He's heading in the right direction for the most part. <sighs> hoping for the best. The passings are okay, but again, it's, mm, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> it's just one of those things, huh? So I guess let's try to dig into the Facebook here. Some good times, huh? Now we, I finally have a cover photo, but I guess it's about a year old. But it looks good, though. Yeah. Uh, let's see. We're bouncing around all over the place. Ah, man. There's like all kinds of league news as well going on, like guys getting fired. But we'll talk about that later. Uh... Boy, yeah. there's, there's some comments about the cover photo. Derek James of Holland T-Wolf, which is a very nice website, kind enough to post a link to Timberwolves Explosion on their page. Derek James is one of the columnists on there. He says, uh, this has been my wallpaper for a year and a half, so that's proof that it's been a while, but he, he, he likes it. He says, yes, but not actually my, my actual wallpaper. He was just teasing me. Vince Germano saying, Rubio! Vince Germano of the the Courtside Podcast. Totally tubular stuff. Jules Polsterino saying, who is the odd one out? Uh-oh. Well, it's got to be... Well, oh, so he's trying to he's trying to say, is it Love or uh, Williams? Hmm. So he's, uh, he's got an open mind about... Could it be Love? Uh-oh, no. <laughs> right now I say it can't be, but who knows. I saw those eyes light up. I'm seeing a lot of... Uh, yeah. a lot of I want to count out uh, trade and love right now. <laughs> Possibility exists and persists. Yep, the forecaster called in sick last week, but it was nice to, to get the, the the notice. That was good. You're like, Joey, where are oh, you? Oh, yeah, I'm glad to get that out of my system. Yeah, a little flu bug there. I, I've been lucky, thank you, Lord. No, <laughs> very lucky. Oh, man. Oh, apparently, here's another uh, deal right here. Hank McCoy had something to say because that's uh, he's also of the courtside podcast. Apparently, his favorite team is the Memphis Grizzlies, according to him. There's a report that the Timberwolves turned down a trade offer for Rudy Gay. 
but to the belief that it included Pekovich, and we're like, nah, man. <laughs> so I Rudy Gay potential trade offer, according to Real GM and, and uh, I believe papers in the Memphis area. Yeah, interesting stuff. Uh, Hank, Hank McCoy saying, wowzers. I'll stick with with a Zebo and Gasol combination. You can keep a guy who gets his his knickers in uh, a knot about not having the franchise tag on him. Winning team, not winning player. When will these young guys figure it out? He said, "Yeah, Knicks like yeah, it's some yeah. Those are like your little basketball shorts. That's what that means. <laughs> it's a funny, funny uh, uh, term, but." Yeah, um, I kind of agree a little bit on that. A little bit that Rudy Gay isn't a winning player. I kind of do. Do you think he is? No. I yeah, I, I don't think he's a winner either. So I kind of agree with that actually. Zebo has been okay, and Gasol is probably the best player in that team. Yeah, probably he's really good. Yeah, he's the real Gasol. Okay, I'm sorry about that, uh, Vince. <laughs> actually, he probably agreed with that about now. Yeah, because he's actually. Hmm. Yeah. What While uh, Paul is uh, launching threes for whatever reason. What is that? Yeah, we are, we were watching Miami, L.A. earlier. That was frustrating, yeah. <laughs> I how, yeah. I don't know how anyone can watch a Lakers game right now. I mean, the frustration of seeing oh. Gasol shooting threes, and, and, setting picks, mm-hmm. and then going back to three-point line. What is he doing? You know? Yeah. Is it the offense or is it really Gasol? I think it's kind of both, but it's mostly the offense, right? I better not, not even get Vince started on that one. He can. He wants. If there's anybody in this planet that wants D and Tony dead, it's it's Vince Germano. He wants him dead. Yeah, when we were watching the uh, the Heat game, when we saw yeah. we saw a dunk, yeah, we had to clap because yeah, that's what yeah. he's supposed to do. Yeah, it's like, I don't know. Get the ball, dunk it. It's like seeing Pekovic dunk. We're just like yes, yes. You know, like I can't believe it. He actually dunked a basketball. Close enough to the rim to do it. Yeah. He's like, you're power forward centers and just yeah. dunk the damn ball, please. Just just, just please dunk it, please, you know. <laughs> Next please shoot mid-range shots and go in to three again. Yeah. That's frustrating. What's going on? What is going on? Uh, some of these guys don't make any sense to me. And then, yeah, and then that game, <laughs> uh, they decided to play the Twin Towers. Twin Towers. I think it was uh, Reggie Miller who said that. Uh, yeah, Reggie. Look at us tucking Twin it, Towers yeah. are usually together and down low. Yeah, Duncan it's Robinson. Way right? out of three point line, so it kind of really doesn't do much. Yeah, he's like a twin. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. What, what would he be? A wa- uh, you know, he's, 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 you know, he's out in the burbs. You know you know what he is? You know what Pagasol is? He's a. Yeah. What do they call those again? I'm like totally blanking. Water tower, right? Yeah, you know we have twin those? towers here. One's in Minneapolis, one's in St. Paul. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Look no at the Twin City Towers over here. Yes. Or the other one's just like <laughs> the water tower, you know? He's <laughs> a water tower out in the burbs. Yeah. The tallest building in the uh, in the city because it's just out in the burbs over there with the the short guys. Yes. <laughs> Michael Gabel. Uh, yeah, this is like what I posted about. He's likely to sign with the Wolves. Mr. Mono's like, um, why? Pick-up. Yeah, but apparently, I was like, they must be bored, but but we need a guy who can play. We need somebody. Yeah. Yeah. At this point, it's not like we need a body, because that's just not going to cut it with this with this team, how mm-hmm. bad we are right now. Yeah. Really, you know, depleted, yep. Depleted big time. We need time. someone with some type of skill. We just can't pick up guys, you know, who haven't been playing in the league for a couple of years. Yeah, it's unbelievable, isn't it? Who aren't consistently playing. Yeah. 
It's just, yeah. Hmm. Oh, and real quick comment, too, is the Timberwolves page. Simply go into the search bar, type in Timberwolves Explosion, Minnesota Timberwolves, then you'll get there and click like. That's all you got to do to find it. Um, but no, no, good thoughts there, good thoughts. And uh, a few days ago, Rubio had uh, more games played than field goals. More games played than field goals, 9-6. to six. I said, in a word, yuck, thoughts. <laughs> Vince Germano's thoughts are, I don't have a problem with it. With a healthy uh, T-Wolves roster, he should have more assists than points. Rubio is a pass first, uh, second, third, <laughs> second and third. Uh, a little thing about shooting in the fourth. <laughs> That's about it, though, isn't it? He's kind of like Rondo when he was like getting started in, yeah. in that sense. He actually has a lot of similarities to Rondo that way. That yeah. way. Uh, an occasional, I remember last year when he was on his game, Rubio, he was kind of like Rondo early on when... Um. Yeah, Ronald wouldn't shoot much, but in those big moments, he would shoot and make it. And it was like, yep. all right, it gets the whole crowd up in their feet and the players ready to roll. He, yeah, he's got a little bit of that in him. Yeah, what I liked about Ricky uh, even more um, that Ricky showed he's more of a leader. Mm-hmm. Sooner, and now he really is. Yeah, and he's not bumping refs and fighting with uh, three-point specialists named uh, Ray Allen. Yeah. Three-point legends, excuse me, not specialists. Until he got to Miami, but with his air ball last, the other night, a nice flat air ball there by Ray. Uh, Dan Joe May saying, oh well, he doesn't really sh- he doesn't really shoot the ball much anyway. Like V said, pass first. Yeah. It's like, yeah, 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 we agree with you. We do. That's like, that's about where we are. It's just, I, I guess it just seemed kind of ugly because, yeah, field level percentage in the 20s is like, ugh. And um, another bit where I mentioned the same thing that I talked about earlier about Darren Wolfson's possible, you know, peck, from an impeccable source of the Wolves are making progress on a big man. Tristan Mayer saying, J.J. Hickson, just a thought. So that's Tristan Mayer from the Rip City Bad Boys podcast. He's the Portland Trailblazers side of it. Bad Boys, of course, Detroit. Keelan King there. Yes. <laughs> yeah, he's like, he's in about J.J. Uh, Hickson. That would have been, uh, that'd be kind of nice if you got a guy like that, though. Just steal. It'll never happen. No, that's exactly. That's saying it'd be nice for us, maybe. But what do they want, Pakovich? You yeah. know. I mean, a lot of this. I keep hearing a lot of about that. Actually, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, JJ Hickson. Yeah, rumors and stuff. But we have to remember our relationship with Portland. Yeah, it's, it's horrible. Just... You don't go to a guy <laughs> that you hate and ask him, "Hey, can I borrow something?" You know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, you talk about yeah. It's like yeah, um, especially if you try to trade with them, they're gonna try to screw us over. Mm-hmm. We've already tried to screw them over recently. Yeah, the whole yeah, Batum, Batman, and Roy, and <laughs> yeah, basically they're pretty yeah, they're, they're pretty bitter about us. Yeah, bitter they're not even us. a six in. They'll probably uh, hang the same phone up. Mm-hmm. They'd be like, "Oh, really? You want Hickson? Bye." You yeah. know, <laughs> well, Pekovic in love, please, and a first round pick, and we'll give you Hickson. And we'll throw in, uh, you know, we'll give you Luke Babbitt back. There you go. Yeah. Bada bing, bada boom. Oh, and a trade exception just to give you a little extra cash to fill in the uh, fill in the, the trade, you know, <laughs> to match the salaries. <laughs> okay, I'm just not making I'm just bouncing around there. Sorry. Uh, yes, sir. Well, I don't know if there's going to be any type of move, but you never know. It'd be kind of cool. Uh, I mentioned about a Timberwolves Explosion 92 will be recorded. I'm just mostly mentioning a thread because of a few comments here. Vince Germano saying, tell Marcus his Twitter was hacked. LOL. Uh-oh. 
little a little hacking going on. Yeah, it's happened to me as well. He also said, uh, looking forward to it, Joey, because I mentioned that we had to delay it to Saturday instead of Friday just because of schedules. And I don't know, it's just going to be too late in the night to record. <laughs> it's one of those things. Uh, Germano's, Vince's response about us actually signing Michael Cabell to the 10 day deal says, yikes. But uh, I guess that's what Houston said tonight. <laughs> they look, he, you know, I, I know, one game wonder. We'll, we'll see how things go. Yeah. We'll see how things go. Uh, oh, yeah, and Khan doesn't anticipate the, the trade uh, happening anytime soon. Vince saying that hopefully he trades Cunningham for Darius Morris and Mike D'Antoni. That's a gold star right there. <laughs> yeah, that's if you want uh, a gold star. tank for a draft pick. Uh-huh. That's if you want a tank for a draft pick. That's about it, yeah. I think we have to, don't we? No, I'm kidding. I shouldn't say that, but maybe. Um, yeah, I mean, Cunningham was in a rumored, uh, in kind of trade rumors to the Lakers. Um, he was yeah, really... Lakers like him. He would fit in fantastic with that team. I'm not kidding. He would be perfect for them, wouldn't he? Yeah. He would. Cunningham would be perfect for the Lakers. Any trade will have to start off with uh, Hill. But yeah, we got to at least get Jordan right now. Yeah, and that kills any trades, which is really frustrating. Yeah. Hmm. Bounce around a little bit more here. Hank McCoy with a couple of nice comments in here. Where is or Dwight? The, or Dwight? Yeah, the way he's <laughs> yeah, playing. That's it. Yeah, yeah, we need Dwight now. No. Well, you know they might actually trade him. Oh yeah, that was like a soul. Uh, move up a little bit. Said he said another great show about our episode ninety one. He liked the uh, the Ford Escort comparison. Just just had the Vinny G to the list, mate. You have about the nicknames. Need some more Aussie accent impersonations. LOL. Want to hear one from Marcus? He wants to hear an Aussie impersonation. Huh? What do you think? Mine are horrible. <laughs> They're horrible. <laughs> Come on, mate. Get on it. Get on it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Now it's gonna kill me. Joey, your your impersonations are are horrible. Okay, sir. <laughs> okay, sir. Said I think I think your boys are in the same boat as mine, mate. Injuries, and just put it down, just put it down to one of those seasons. I'm hoping for a coaching change. I've had enough of crap, Tony. Isn't that crazy? I mean, I think we were even talking about that the other day, where it's like, shoot, whatever. Maybe they should just pay three coaches because it's that bad. Like you fire Brown and crap Tony, and then you bring in Philip Jackson. Yeah. Philip, yes. You bring in the yeah. You bring in that guy. They might. They almost have to. He's the only guy that could walk in there and say, you know, two or three weeks from now we'll be talking about the surge of the Lakers versus the Lakers, you know, underachieving. The story would change dramatically, I think, if he did come back. Even at age sixty-seven, I think, yeah. Crap Tony. Yeah, yeah, maybe uh, Gasol would be worth having on your team by then. At that point, yeah, he would right be. Right now, he's not. Even injured, he wasn't being utilized anyway. So mm-hmm. he, was, he wasn't doing any, any better than what, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, the power forward? For, the, for uh, the Lakers? Thinking about Jordan Hill? No. I'm trying to think. Uh, power forward for the Jameson. Lakers? Jameson. Excuse me. Oh, Jameson. that. Anton, yeah. yeah. Jeez. Who? <laughs> Wait, let me see. Yeah, exactly. Jameson. 
ah, he's that expensive guy that got traded to the Cavs, and they basically were like, ah, we just blew it. You know? Yeah, LeBron <laughs> left, and they still kept him there for whatever reason. Because they, uh, he was basically untradeable at that point. Yeah, that's true. What was he making? What was he making? Like thirteen to fifteen a year. He's, you know, that guy was never that good, was he? Jameson in his best years was decent, not that good. Uh, yeah. It's just one of those deals where you kind of trade for too many old guys just because you want to win now, and it doesn't always work out. Yeah, That's the crappy part. This. That's the crappy part. That's the crappy part. Real quick question. Yeah. What do you guys think about uh, uh, what... Uh, what are you thinking about? <laughs> What's that? <laughs> what Robert Ory said about uh, oh. Dwight. And if you saw the, some of the games, Dwight was smiling on the bench. Yeah, it that was me messed off. up. I'm not a huge Lakers fan, but just seeing that. And we've been Laker fans this year just because we want him to, like, you know, do better than this. Yeah. yeah. And just seeing him laugh like that, like, you're getting beat bad. Mm-hmm. Why are you Why are you joking around on the bench? He's Wesley johnson it, basically. I mean, the same wimpy smile, Wesley Johnson. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, what were the exact comments? Because I kind of blanked on it, but he was basically just complaining about it, right? Yeah, saying you, basically. you can't do it. Yeah, like, what is this? So, yes, uh, yeah, can we'd like some feedback. I'm sure they... You know, the, yeah, I don't think he talked about it on the court side yet, but maybe if he did, I I was listening, but I don't know if I missed it. But, yeah, it's just one of those things. That's got to be frustrating to see Dwight, like, underachieving to the level he has. He is a, yeah, he, he, he's an annoying guy. Is there any doubt, Dwight? Um, question, he says, postseason pick five players you would target this offseason. Can be starters, role players, or whatever. Hmm, five players we would target in the offseason. Five guys and fries. No, I'm <laughs> No, but five guys to look at. Yeah, that, that's a good question there, Vince. So a little bit of research involved with this one, but it's like, yeah, we came up with about five or more. Marcus has got a nice little list there. But, um, you know, and we got the thing in front of us, too, just for fun. But for me, uh, Tyreek Evans is a quick one for me, I think. Tyreek Evans. Uh, who's, who's one on your list? Oh, Kevin Martin. Kevin Martin, yeah, those would be like two high-end possible shooting guards. I mean, these are, of course, guys we would target, not necessarily like we're going to get all of them. These are just guys we would target if we were GMs of the team. Yeah. Uh, my second guy, Tony Allen. Absolutely Tony Allen of the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, very good defender and can hit some big shots here and there as well. Very, He would be an unbelievably good addition to the Timberwolves if they could somehow get him. Who's number two on your list? No, Anthony Morrow. Yes, yep, yep, he's on my list as well, number five down there. Yeah, shooting stud, huh? We'll talk about him, talk about him. Yes, we need, we need a shooting guard. Yeah. In, in like the worst a, way. And a guy that can <laughs> shoot, right? Basically yeah. a guy that yeah. can shoot. He's kind of a small forward, but still. Yeah. Right? Another guy I have on the list, I know it's I know it's not going to happen, but at least got to try it. J.J. Hickson. <laughs> You're like, Joey, that, that's easy, look at you. Yeah. What do you think of J? Yeah, JJ Hexen's a guy to be on my list, no doubt. I'll, I'll, I'll use him more as the what? Uh, I'll use him as a power forward because, mm-hmm. like, like I said before, uh, Pekovic just hmm. destroyed him. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's not a center; he's too short. Yeah, so yeah. it works sometimes, but not all the time. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, depending on the matchup. Mm-hmm. Um, my next, my next guy is uh, Darrell White. Right, excuse me. Yeah, shooting stud, huh? Yeah, new shooters on this team. Morrow and Wright, those guys were both on uh, the Nets at one point, shooting studs. Yep, it's uh, (laughs) 
I think he's well, yeah, he's on both of our list. This guy, Andre Blatch. Yeah, Blatch. Sorry, it sounds like he's barfing or something. Yeah, that guy. I think. I mean, he's a very talented guy. Kind of, kind of got Javel McGee syndrome. He's got that Shaq the Fool a little bit to him, mm-hmm. but he can. I don't know. I, Definitely I like better than uh, what we have right now. Yeah, he's a he's a valuable piece. You know, he's probably better than like the Amundsens, of course, and Steamsma. I think he could replace Steamsma in like five seconds. Yeah. And the thing, Steamsma is still an upgrade over Darko. That's the sad part. <laughs> that's pathetic. Or, uh, yep. Josh Smith. <laughs> yeah, that's a high end one, but yeah, I mean, it, it's about yeah, like Vince says, Vince said Target. Not necessarily we yeah. get all of them. Because I don't think awesome. that uh, you know. Uh, you know, we all love AK, but he's not a long-term solution. Nope. Well, Smith would absolutely be that yeah. guy. You know, Smith is better at a power forward. You know, we, just, we can still use him at, at a small forward. Mm-hmm. He's a piece. He'd be a nice piece. Uh, one other guy, too, like, could maybe be like a backup plan, Corey Brewer. I hate to say it, but Corey Brewer, because he's better now. He's just a better player now. I'm sure we wouldn't get him and all that stuff, but at least try, you know, at least inquire about Corey Brewer. He's the defensive player that, um, we are who we thought they were. Okay, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he fits in with the Nuggets like a glove, so they'd yeah. probably keep him, but he's, he's all right. He's, he's carved out a niche in this league, and he's, he's kind of a Kirilenko for them, right? That's about it, right? Kind of a long, small forward. Yeah. Who can guard the people? So, yeah, that'd be like my sixth kind of throw-in guy. Do you have any more in there? It looks Yo, like you have about Matt six. Barnes. Yeah, veteran. I like him. Mm-hmm. You like Matt? Yeah. Vince hates him because of how he let him down last year in the L.A. Lakers. But <laughs> kind of like uh, Ramon Sessions did the same thing to them. Good yeah, player, but what the hell? Yeah, confusing. Yeah, he can play, but he didn't play well for the Lakers for some yeah, reason. Completely disappeared. Mm-hmm. Completely. Dwight's not doing. Dwight's doing the same thing. Yeah, he never showed up. <laughs> Nash Nash is getting old very quickly. Very quickly. At the <laughs> look at us talking about the Lakers he already. Was in trouble. Oh yeah. Yeah, Hank McCoy saying something very nice. So, is there anything else you want to add about that list there? But no. yeah, awesome question though, Vince. Got us, got us, got us, uh, got us thinking there. Hank McCoy jumping in. He also has a question, but we'll say this real quick. He says, "Just catching up on my Timberwolves explosion." It's like, thank you, Hank. Keep it up. You know, we love you, and that's of course the Courtside Podcast. I'm always keeping up on that as well. It's it's awesome stuff. He says, "Just a random thought for you guys." you guys feel like the whole K-Love Timberwolf situation is eventually going to end in tears and love bouncing to a bigger market? I'm all in with the Love and Rubio combination for the next few years, but I feel like Kevin Love needs another running partner to team with for the next four years. This might be the only way the franchise keeps Love around. I don't see the third star on the current roster. Can the Timberwolves attract a big free agent or do they have enough assets to pull off a big trade? Thoughts? Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, right now, it's like, I'd say the odds of them pulling off a big trade are kind of low now just because of so many injuries. They have the potential as to do something. Like, if you want to trade, like, Pekovich and Williams, I've got to think you could get something back for that. But do you want to trade Pekovich, though? I, I don't know. He's probably the biggest trading chip we got. Yeah. He's still, you know, in fact, he has to be. But you trade him away, who do you put at center? It's like, zip, <laughs> Yeah, it would have to be... Blatch! Sorry. Yeah, you'd have to really look and get somebody that can play. Yeah. You can at least least hold down the fort, so to speak. Like, Blatch! 
No. <laughs> I'll start off with uh, love, of course. Trading love, you mean? Or? Yeah. Ooh, look at you. Well, yeah, and a lot of people think he's going to wind up on the Lakers at some point. Kind of like Zach Parisi. Everybody thought he's going to wind up on the Minnesota Wild at some point. And guess what? He did. Look at me talking hockey on the Wolves show here. But, yeah, and again, that, back to the Blazers. Yes, the Blazers. <laughs> I would do love, you know, love. He likes I'll po- even do love Shved. Whoa, you like that. Listen. Yep, yep, yep. Love Shved for Aldridge Matthews. Hmm. Huh? huh? And that uh, the the center that they drafted, who uh, name I can't remember right now. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you, you hater! Oh man, that's a that's interesting uh, thought. Aldrich, though, Aldrich, uh, I like uh, his rebounding drives me nuts. Not, he can play, no, but cool. huh? It's not cool. It's uh, thinking about. Oh, what am I talking about? Or no, I'm thinking about uh, Lamarcus. Yeah, no, I'm not thinking. Oh, oh did you say cool? Yeah, like, or no, no, you. <laughs> You know, uh, well, no, uh, no, I know you meant La- Lamarcus, but but still, it's like I'm just thinking. Yeah, his rebounding never has been that great. He's like an eight or nine rebound a game guy, but his scoring's uh-huh. okay. He's kind of got some Chris Webber syndrome, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah, it's uh, Mayor's Leonard, by the way, the center, and you know yeah. he can play, but it seems like he's kind of vanished a little bit of late because yeah. of JJ's emergence and uh, injury, sprained ankle to Mayor's Leonard. Yeah, toss him in, then mm-hmm. that's the deal. Give him a second round. There's your center. Yes. And then uh, Tristan Mayer's like, are you guys nuts? No. Yeah, they'll never do it. <laughs> I mean, then again, maybe. I mean, Kevin Love's pretty good. Yeah, and we'll they just get have Schved. to get a, yeah, yeah, we'll have to get a uh, power forward. Man, that Damian Lillard. Ugh, I'm so jealous. And I love Rubio. I, I love you, Ricky Rubio, but damn it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, that's a draft pick that, that just, you know, <laughs> why can't we ever do that? Like the Johnny Flynn oh, thing. Oh, God. Just, just I, uh, take a look uh, at Curry. Huh? So we could have take a look at Curry. Yeah. Oh, but he's like the ankle man, though. Like we, oh, not this season. We, we call what's his name? Jennings. Oh, no, no. He got hurt again. You didn't see that? It just came oh, no. up. He said out indefinitely, out indefinitely uh, with ankle injury. Sorry about that, Pumpa. Yes, sir. Sorry about that, Pumpa. Out for the season. Even Jennings. Oh, my God. Oh, Even my God. Jennings. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> he had a thirty-point game tonight. Yeah, he, he's okay. Turned the ball over only five times, but got made up with it a little bit with three steals. What the fudge, Duckers, man! That is insanity. Okay, sorry. <laughs> and we do not want uh, Monte Ellis. No, I, I could sell yeah, him on eBay. Could sell him on eBay. He's done. Oh boy! So that would pretty much conclude the. Uh, the uh, <laughs> Facebook page. Thanks again, guys. Remember to go to the search bar, facebook.com. No, it's not facebook.com. Yeah, go to facebook.com, search for it in the search bar. I'm annoyed at them for not letting us have just Timberwolves explosion at the end, but yeah, you have to search for it instead. Otherwise, it's just a bunch of jumbled nonsense, so I can't really read that off to you. <laughs> but thank you to those that have recently joined. Uh, yeah. Yep, Pumpa recently joined Reese Andrew Padretti. Hope I'm pronouncing his name correctly. Pumpa of the Basketball Show with uh, V Train. Yes, sir. Brent, Brent Veal. Brent Veal, excuse me. Very cool guys indeed there. They've been getting some high end guests on their show as well. Jeez, I'm getting jealous over here. Yes, getting jealous. <laughs> so, with that, I guess if there's nothing more with the Facebook, we're going to take us a quick break. 
And we'll get to the game reviews and the things that we like, dislike, and our weekly awards demerits. And after that, we will get to our league talk. Yes, sir. We'll be back right after this. You know, Marcus, I, I'm, I think I just broke my finger clicking the mouse. Clicking the mouse? Yeah. How long are you going to be up? Uh, well, it's supposed to be about two months. Or I guess I do the show by my... Ah! Oh, another injury. Oh. Yeah, we're screwed. I guess Timberwolves Explosion's done for the next yeah, couple months here. We're, we're going to need surgery. <laughs> <laughs> and we are back here on Timberwolves Explosion, episode number 92, which is a reminder for all MB3 players out there iPod and all that good stuff. You got the iTunes and you got Double Twist and Stitcher for Android devices. You got to like that and on the Windows phones. Shucks, all you do is type in Timberwolves Explosion. That's it when you go to the little store. So Windows phones, yeah, cool. But, you know, I mean, obviously they're all great. And unfortunately, neither of us have a Windows phone, but whatever. <laughs> it's more or less just ways to find the show, just knowing you can find it with any of those MP3 players. So it's good stuff. Uh, Howlin' T-Wolf is a wonderful website, as mentioned earlier. Yes, sir. Thank you again for posting the link on the page for Timberwolves Explosion. Great articles on there all the time, always updated. I love it. <laughs> so now we'll get to the game reviews uh, once and for all. We're going to talk about some Timberwolves basketball. Yeah, it's been it's been quite the struggle of late. Until tonight. Yeah, right? Wasn't it good? So, yeah, I mean, it's been two weeks. We normally do one, but there was a... Uh, well, uh, Marcus used a sick day. He used a personal personal day last weekend, unfortunately, with the flu. So we had to kind <clears> of <throat> had to delay it till this week with the schedules and everything. So we're gonna talk about the games very briefly the first week because we'll only mention the. Sc- <laughs> we're only gonna kind of mention how the Wolves did in those games because very briefly, for the sake of time and all, and because we also well we pre uh, we. The predictions on those games. Uh, the Atlanta Hawks game, we both predicted loss. We were correct there. We both predicted a loss against the Oklahoma City. Or no, we were incorrect with the Atlanta game, excuse me, because we both predicted a loss. And uh, we uh, and the Wolves won 108-103. to That was a pretty fun little game there. Post uh, Kevin Love's broken hand news. It was actually a pretty fun little inspiration will win, kind of like tonight's game, but not as, not as uh, tonight's game was not as high scoring. We just that was a really good game by the Wolves. 103-108-103. And as expected, we had to OKC the uh, back-to-back nights. Lost. We were correct about that. So we are 1-2 and two this week because we predicted a victory on uh, Friday the 11th. So it's Tuesday the 8th, Wednesday the 9th, and Friday the 11th. We expected a victory against the New Orleans Hornets, Pelicans, Swamp Dogs, whatever the hell you want to call them. Everyone expected a victory. Everyone. And we lost by 12. Yuck. So we were 1-2. and two. Our prediction's not so hot so far. I'm at 500. Paladino's prediction, 6-6. Six and six. Marcus's forecast, 5-7. and seven. Joy, I'm not a forecaster. Joy. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> change my name. <laughs> well, the, yeah, this team is so unpredictable this year. What the heck? Like, really? <laughs> we never got to predict, like, San Antonio or Dallas, or we probably would have picked losses and they lost, whatever. The Clipper game was a bummer. And the Houston game was a nice little win. But yeah. a pretty ugly little five-game losing streak we finally ended tonight. I'm appreciative of that. Uh, very briefly, we'll get to the San Antonio game. A 106-88 thrashing. 
As we have our little Texas two-step, as they like to call it every year. It's either San Antonio, Houston, or Houston, San Antonio, uh, or Houston and Dallas, or God knows what, Dallas and blah, blah, blah. You get the idea. But it's always a two-step. This was Sunday, the 13th of January. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> this is one of the... This is one of those boring games. JJ, uh, excuse me, yeah, JJ Barea continuing his strong play, but did play a little hero ball, turned the ball over five times, and yeah, it wasn't that great. Pekovic, minimal playing time because of uh, it's just one of those games where Wolves weren't playing well, and we were just kind of like, screw it, let's sit guys down. We were kind of doing a reverse Spurs a little bit. <laughs> Rubio's playing time increased a little bit. Not much going on. 0 of 6 from the floor. The struggling continues that he made four free throws. Greg Steemsma, there was a phenomenon in this game. Did Greg Steemsma actually break double figures in this game? Are you shocked? That's probably the only time you'll ever see it happen, huh? Yeah. Who? <laughs> Derek Williams broke the 18 minute mark. Coach Terry Porter. Yeah. Isn't it beautiful? Finally. Isn't it beautiful? Uh, nobody stood out in this game, and it was a classic Wolf Spurs bullcrap. Seeing Tony Parker just slice down the lane in the game. That's, yeah. that's why it was 10 or 15 from the floor. This game wasn't even worth watching, but yeah, I watched it. Wasn't. it wasn't. Yeah, it's like watched it, but it wasn't worth it. It was boring. Classic beat down. Yep. See what else is on TV. Yeah. <laughs> I am sick and tired of the Spurs. You know, and, and you know, guys like. Guys that like to act like they're smarter than everybody else, like you know, and I like Dan Burrow, but sometimes he's like that a little bit on KFAN. And guys like Henry Lake and such, they're kind of like, oh well, you know, um, oh the Spurs are boring. Well, you know what? Or you know, they make fun of people for saying Spurs are boring because look how look how their offense is way better now. Like we're just not smart, we're not intelligent basketball fans. Yeah, their scoring's up, but it's the same. Hey, holes you know, Tim Duncan, Tony Parker, and Manu Ginobili. I am yeah. sick of seeing those faces. And Greg Popovich. <laughs> I'm sick of seeing their faces. I, I want them out of the league, like, tomorrow, you know? <laughs> Are you, do you feel the same? Well, it's Ginobili's flopping, they got to yeah. me. Yeah. I'm, and and Tony Parker's. And they're constantly hoisting up threes when they're, down, when they're up by 20, too. I think they're kind of, you know, they're not annoyingly arrogant, but they're just arrogant. And they've always kind of been that way. They're not annoyingly arrogant like the Thunder last year, you know, in Westbrook. But they're just arrogant. You know, they play an arrogant style with that crap, you know, constantly hoisting it, like rubbing it in kind of, without really, you know, doing dance dance moves and blowing out their pistols like, like Westbrook, who's like a teenage little punk. These guys are kind of old punks. <laughs> oh, I yeah, hate they couldn't miss. Yeah, I, I hate the Spurs, and they're always like that. They're like they're good and kind of annoying about it. I don't know. I've never liked them. They're, yeah, they're basically what the Utah Jazz wish they were when they had Malone and Stockton. That annoying group that stuck together forever that stayed good. <laughs> the next game was worse. Yeah, you think Dallas is not that good, and they're really not. They're they're not. But they were playing better at the time. They're kind of stepping up a little bit. Still have a horrible record, but a one hundred three ninety eight like. Yeah, or excuse me, 113. I got to add 10 points to that one. 113 to 98 thrashing by the Spurs. That guy has played very well. 20 and 12. Awesome game for him. Kind of like Kevin Love's uh, third year in the league there. Uh, Beret had 21, so Mr. Hero Ball actually had a really good game against his former team. Huh? 
And this is when Rubio started to show signs like he's starting to get healthier, a little more spry. Six assists in the game, yes. Starting to show a little bit of signs of something. What pisses me off is that Williams' minutes have gone up and the numbers have not. So I guess that's just, he is who he is, huh? Yeah. We're starting to see signs of that, and that's what we saw earlier in the season. Remember when he was starting? The numbers were about the same as when he comes off the bench, like, with minimal minutes. It's kind of annoying. Nine-point game, but, yeah, eh, four of ten, oh for three from three-point range. Don't you love that? <laughs> Low turnovers. He had two blocks. But. That's the good part, yep. Yeah. Mayo killed us with 8 of 11. Yeah, I love that. Nine assists in the game. Seven rebounds. You think we could use him? You think? See, he's a free agent, isn't he? So that's a guy I'd like. I, I, or was it a two-year deal? I can't remember. But Oh, player he, option. Player option, yeah. That means he could be available then for more money. So that's a guy to look <laughs> That's a guy I would desperately like to have. Yeah. There was only one year in our Timberwolves history that you could safely say the Timberwolves have a good shooting guard, and that was Spreewell in 2003-2004. The next year, uh, it was like, what? <laughs> can, <laughs> can we please escort him out of this town and never tell him to never show his face here again? <laughs> $14 million of crap that fed his family. Okay, yeah. So it looks like this is the game that uh, Shved hit his uh, rookie wall or... Something, yeah. I mean, yeah. What really he is who he's always been? Yeah, who we thought they were. I think uh, fans' their expectations are pretty much uh, leveling out here with uh, Schmid. Yeah, he's 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 a good. He's a legit NBA player. We agree. Maybe he has some Manu Ginobili qualities, but he's not ready to be that guy just yet. Obviously, right. um, could he be someday? Maybe. Hopefully. Hopefully, yeah. I mean, Especially we, for this team. That'd be wonderful. Then there, there is your shooting guard of the future, but uh, right now I'd rather have O.J. Mayo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is, it, is, is it okay to say that? Is it okay, guys? Is it okay to say that? I don't know. That's just me. Um, Berea, yeah, Mr. Hero Ball had a good game, but doesn't really matter. <laughs> yeah, we all knew he was going to jack up shots against uh, his former team. He pissed me off tonight. Did I say that out loud? Yeah, he did. Yeah, we're, we're, we're getting there. We're, we're going to have a more uh, in-depth review of that one. The Clipper game. Well, the Clipper game. Yes, this was on TNT with Charles Barkley. Already our second TNT game against a team with about the best record they've ever had. Well, yeah, it has to be. And the best record in the league, pretty much. 17th of January, Thursday. Shaq and a Fool was in town and all that for the Laker game in the same building, which is kind of funny. Actually, no, this one was in Minnesota, excuse me. <laughs> same, same. well, they play in the same building, but, yeah, all those guys were in L.A. to watch the Heat game. We kind of checked that out, but Jamal Crawford beating up on the team that he should have been on. Did only shoot, he, he is a gunner, though, 17 attempts, made only seven of them, but still managed to get 22 points, the son of a gun. But uh, the Wolves' starting lineup, significantly different. Significantly different. Uh, unfortunately, the injuries significantly uh, evident again, again. Marcus, <sighs> cutting out with 32 minutes didn't play that well. I mean, the the whole story of this game: the Wolves shot 36 percent, 36, 21 percent from three-point range, shooting percentage, folks. Yeah, we'll be talking about that again soon. Luke Ridnour playing shooting guard for the first time in about a year. Ricky Rubio starting at point guard. 
for the first time in about 10 months, 11 and a half, or 10 and a half, started at point guard. Yes, six assists, two of nine. And Derek Williams started at power forward. And another kind of... And the same type that that's what pisses me off. He has the exact same numbers he got when he got seventeen and a half minutes. Isn't that annoying? Berea, yeah. <laughs> uh, two of ten. Yeah, so much for hero ball. More like give me the ball, I want to shoot it. But yeah, I mean the story of the game here with the Wolves. You know the Clippers, they're they're sure they're good, but they only scored ninety points. Yeah. You know, Mister Lob City, greatest offense ever. Whatever. Whatever. You know what I mean? They only got 90 points. You know? The Wolves did not capitalize uh, on that at all. No. They, they, they Look at the stat lines of... I mean, yeah, Ridenauer had a good game. Great. But 9 of 17 isn't... Well, it's, it's okay. You don't really want Ridenauer shooting 17 shots in a game anyway if you expect to win against a potent offense. But uh, to the point, 2 of 9 for Rubio. 1... Of eight for the injured contusion, thigh contusion. Yeah, Pekovic. I mean, it's just struggles for this team, the injuries. It's just an ongoing situation right now. It's, <laughs> yeah, one of eight from the floor, as mentioned. Kirilenko, actually, he was probably the best overall player in the game with a two, 7 of 12 performance, 15 points. Uh, but still not that great. He didn't get four steals, but the three turnovers... Uh, you know, Kirilenko says, yeah, he'll, he'll miss layups. He'll drive you crazy with that nonsense. Sometimes Shved, 2 of 7, also hurt his ankle in the game. It just yeah. never ends. Barrera, Cunningham, 2 of 9. Barrera, 2 of 10. But Greg, the steamer steams it was 2 of 3 in a 14 and a half minute performance. Yeah. Yeah, whatever, right? <laughs> yeah, we shot like crap, and we just lost to a team with a better record that just last year we swept four games to zero. Yeah. Well, it's like, what the hell, really? You know? Your buddy Racine? <laughs> Racine, native? <laughs> uh, yeah, yep, you like to call him Racine, don't yeah. you? Yep. Crown brother. Yep. Started. He still exists. He still exists? I don't even know if he still exists. Another guy who's probably the biggest urban legend of all this season. Who's this guy? Who is this guy right here? Yeah, Grant Hill's first game. Pretty much, right? He didn't score a point, but he played 18 and a half minutes. <laughs> Attempted one field goal. Yeah, it's about as exciting as he's been, isn't he? <laughs> uh, the funny part is, you know what's the worst part about this game, though? About how, you know, I mean, obviously there's a reason why the numbers were down to 90. And yeah, the flop king, the flop king, well, the flop prince, the flop king is uh, Blake Griffin. The flop prince, or is it, or is a tornado flop? We'll call him. <laughs> was was hurt, bruised right kneecap for Chris Paul. So I mean, obviously that's part of the reason for the struggles for the Clippers. But still, I mean, man, we played like garbage. And talk, talk about not taking advantage of a situation, you know, like that. that. That's a big, that's a big advantage right there. Willie Green, really? Yeah, Willie Green. Was was you know Eric Bledsoe's good, but he's not that good. He got twice the turnovers for steals, only two points. He actually pretty much sucked in the game too. Well, they have that Jamal Crawford option. That's the problem. That's the missing piece for the Wolves. <laughs> it's exactly the missing piece. Wouldn't Who's you say? Who's the guy? Yeah. Who's the guy who should be on the Timberwolves right now? Yeah. Well, after about three or four attempts of it, three actually. Yeah, we tried to say or supposedly you know yeah. I mean, tried to get sort of tried to get him in free agency before last season. Tried to trade for him. 
and then we gave up because, oh, we don't want to take Derek Fisher back. And in the offseason again, did not get him. So it's like, strike one, strike two, strike three, you're out of here. You know? Here comes Jamal Crawford for the Clippers. He's having a very good season for a 31-9 club. And we're happy for him. <laughs> Is it safe to say that? <laughs> we're happy for you. Copyright Dan Barrero there. <sighs> oh, let's just get off that game. Really, you know, it's just... Mm, I'm still having nightmares about that one. Some nice shooting. Yeah, it's great. A similar score, 92-79 victory for the Timberwolves over a team that we need to beat if we have any hope of making the playoffs. Andrew, those hopes feel strong right now. I know. <laughs> it kind of sucks when your star player's out forever because he's just hurt. <laughs> you know, I can't hate him for it, but I can't like him either, I guess. Can't like the guy for being hurt either. Uh, well, we won. Yeah, we won. We actually shot better than it looked. <laughs> it's mostly because of those godforsaken three-point shots. 21%, yeah. 3 of 14. We shot 47% from the floor in this game, but it, it didn't feel like it at all. I guess a lot of it's because of Kirilenko. 8 of 11. Yeah. It was putbacks. He was excellent. 21 and 11 in this game. Seems like whenever Love is out, he's pretty good. Yeah. Wouldn't you say? And no Shved. No his, his buddy that gets lots of assists with him. Didn't do much. What a good game, though, for the the starters. They really, I mean, you look at their plus-minus, it averaged about 17. Pulling the plus factor for the, the Luke Ridnar, Rubios, and such. Steams must started in the game. And and plus 20, yeah, <laughs> it just doesn't. 0 for 4. I yeah. Mean, Where's the plus 20 in this? Yeah, it's just magic. Yeah. <laughs> he just happened to be doing well when he was in the game, I guess. Yeah. What I got, yeah, that's but about still, it. you would think, though, for four, I guess the two blocks and the uh, five five rebounds mm-hmm. made up for the missed I, shots. I guess so. It helps a little bit. I mean, it helps a little bit. Yeah, the little baseline jumpers, you know, they got to put up. I mean, Rubio should have had probably like 12 assists in this game, but people missed layups and yeah. you know, open jump shots. It's just, yeah, it's weak. Uh, we talked earlier about Gabali. Uh, Gabali? No, I, I can't even say his name anymore. Good luck to him. Uh, and Chris Johnson. We talked about them already, so we're going to not continue that. Uh, Lou Amundsen, great game, man. Great. Really. <laughs> about 16 minutes, minus 15, and that's about the yeah. end of the stat line. Yep. Well, he did get three rebounds, but that's it. Should be the end of him, too, on a little stand. Yeah, uh, Greg Johnson. You said Chris Johnson, not Greg. I'm getting him with mixed up with Steamsma now. I don't know how. Steamsma, or God Almighty, Chris Johnson. <laughs> Should be kept in the team. Oh, yeah. Over Lou. Yes. Hustle points my ass. <laughs> hustle points my ass. I mean, some guys, you know, there's a difference between hustle and just you can't play, man. You just can't play. <laughs> you know? Is Lou Amundsen blocking, like, shots like crazy? Well, Chris Johnson did get one. <laughs> what does Lou Amundsen really do for this team that, that deserves... Keeping him on the roster. Yeah, I, does nothing. He can't play. He just, and Greg Steamsman really, well, he blocks shots. That's his special skill. That's it. I guess that's okay for a few minutes, but outside of that, you don't really count on much other than a tactical foul and a missed, missed, uh, badly missed baseline shot, which I wish he'd just, like, stop even bothering with that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he can't. But uh, the story of the game, two stories of the game. First, Houston shot terribly. They just had an off night in general. They shot really poorly, like the Wolves did against the Clippers. 
I mean, look at Harden, 5 of 18. I mean, he missed a lot of easy shots. Lynn missed a lot of easy shots. Parson wasn't making his threes. Nobody was making anything except this Greg Smith guy. Oh, Greggy. Patrick Beverly was the... Like, he literally left... Kevin McKill wouldn't take him out. Five fouls, and then he added attack after that. Good job. Thank you, Patrick. Thank you, Patrick. We appreciate it. Isn't that beautiful? But uh, really, the story of the game on the other side of the game, <laughs> outside of Kirilenko playing well, can we briefly rant about Luke Ridnour and JJ Barea just a little bit? Let's 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 rant. Would you like to start it? I can go ahead. Are you sure? What? Look at you! Look at you running out of gas on me. No, I'm kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, I guess it's, yep. it's too frustrating. It was too frustrating. Now, if I could tell you, like, just just start it first, Joey. Yeah. <laughs> it was <right>. that. <laughs> These guys need to pass the bleeping ball. Pass the ball. Pass the ball. Oh, my God. Like, all they do is dribble and shoot threes. That's all they do. And there are long two-pointers. When they do shoot, it's two seconds left on the clock. That's about it. They just stand there. And they, the ball never leaves their hand. That's the most frustrating yeah. part. Oh, my God. I want to kill him. I, I wanted to kill him tonight. Berea, pass the ball. You get guys... Drive, uh, you know, cutting to the basket. What does he elect to do with with a guy with like a you know a center on him that knows how to play defense? He like he starts hoisting up like fadeaways. You're, yeah, you dude, you're five ten, man. What what is this? What is this crap? And then Luke Ridnour is constantly farting up threes and pull up jumpers like he always does. Yeah. He, you know, his stat line doesn't look that bad. He had a sixteen point game, but the one assist very telling, very. Telling. Horrible turnovers by several guys in this game, Bad actually. fouls. Mm-hmm. Bad fouls, man. Oh, my. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes. Please come in on that. Because we've, we've never really talked about it on this show, but he's been doing it all year, all the time. What does what Luke Ridnour do all the time when a guy's driving to the basket? He has to reach in and slap him. Just, yep. He just a foul. And it's always an and one, too. Yeah. It's always just a little boop. Oh, hey. Oh, oh, oh. I didn't foul him. Oh, come on. And he's always whining out. That's what he's, he's always complaining about it. Stop putting your hand in the... Okay, excuse me. Uh, <laughs> I think I'm going to pop here. But yeah, stop putting your hand in on the guy at the last second when it's obviously a foul. <laughs> Just an one, automatic. <laughs> and I'm not trying to be funny here. I'm not. I, I. It's that bad. I'm not trying to be funny at all. It's not a last. Every not <laughs> time, last second, it just has to reach in. Every time, yeah, I need to calm down. Everybody's going to think, "Why is he ranting so much?" Because Luke Ridnour needs to go back to the Seattle Sonics, Super Sonics. I like to say that better. We'll talk about them shortly. We're still going to get to that here. Berea's hero ball. Yeah, great. We're happy for you. We didn't win because JJ Berea or Luke Ridnour. <laughs> we won because of Karolinko. <laughs> Gibaldi? Okay, I keep calling him Gibaldi. I'm just going to call him that for fun. <laughs> and uh, Chris Johnson, the Tennessee yeah. running back, did very well in this Our, game. Uh, he ran like a running back. Yep, yeah, the MVP ran like a running back tonight, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, he did. That guy can run the floor. And we already said that, but it's true. we got to throw it in again. Huh? Yep, and yeah, he was 4 of 4 officially from the floor. 7 of 8 from the free throw line was the Tennessee Titans running back trying to try out for the Wolves here tonight. Chris Johnson, 7 of 8. And I know I've said that too many times, but whatever. You know, get, go ahead and get mad at me. You know, <laughs> life goes on. 
<sighs> okay, I'll calm down now. I'm going to I'm gonna take some Tylenol, and we're going to talk about the Wolves. Okay, no, I'm just kidding. We're going to move into league talk. Yeah, without a break. We'll just get to it right now. No, we're not going to talk about the league just yet. So, briefly, two things that we like, two things that bugged us. Uh, yes. Would you like to start with the like, two things you liked? Um, the two new guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the two things I dislike, Luke and uh, Brian. <laughs> that simplifies it pretty yeah. quick, huh? Yeah. That was yeah. really good, man. That's good stuff. Yeah, two things I liked. Well, I guess I'll throw in, yeah, the impressive start for the new guys. Sorry to ride your coattails there. But mm-hmm. also, uh, well, <laughs> uh, well, for a while there was Pekovich, ultimately. Uh, we'll get to that later, though, with Pekovich. And um, what am I saying? Okay, yeah, the two new guys, Pekovich. Yeah, that's about it. Pekovich early on. And overall, Andre Kirilenko's... Strong play. It seems like he plays really well when Love is out, doesn't he? Great numbers again for Kurlenko all week. Definitely. On a team that just didn't play that hot at all, losing to the Hornets, and yeah, we already talked about that. Uh, two things that bu- <laughs> Yeah, number one thing that bugged me was just poor poor field, just poor shooting. I mean, some of these guys, there's no excuse. They could be better shooters than this. And of course, yes, the horrible shot selection is... Yeah beyond frustrating. It's not just the shooting percentage, it's the shot selection, and that leads to poor shooting percentage, doesn't it? <gasps> Can you believe it? So those, those are the two demerits. Forecasting foolery. Shacton and foolery. Okay, I'm just kidding. Well, basically, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Forecasting foolery, yes. It was Rubio's missed layup. <laughs> was that it? Yeah. yeah. That's about it, isn't it? Yeah, completely missed the rim. <laughs> right underneath the basket. <laughs> oh. That was bad. Oh, man, that was bad. <laughs> There's no good. excuse for that. No, that was bad. It really was. Mm. And I'll forecast a foolery with that J.J. Barea fadeaway attempt like, with a guy on him when he had men. He had players cutting to the basket that were under, open under the basket. Yeah. So that's my forecast and foolery. So, uh, or Paladino's, uh, uh, I can't come up with a P word, and I should be able to, but I just can't right now. Persistent stupidity. There we go. <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah, it is persistent stupidity by uh, J.J. Barea because he just does not get it. He's a good player at times, and he can be clutch at times once in a while. But there are times, I swear, he just doesn't get it. I don't know when he ever will. Uh, so we'll briefly move into some league talk. Yep, we haven't forgotten about you guys out there, the rest of the league. We know there's Laker fans listening to the show, the V-Trains, the Vince Germanos, the... the uh, Tom Reeds and such. Yes, sir. Yeah, you got In All Airness. Yes, he's trying to join the sportsstuff.com, by the way. Oh, yes, that'd be great to have him on board. Adam Ryan. So, sorry to break news when I shouldn't be necessarily, but yeah, we're, we're talking to him. Okay. <laughs> uh, Dylan is anyway. I'm not in charge, by the way. Yeah. Dylan, I'm like the number two or three guy. <laughs> uh, Lakers are playing a little better, but then kind of they sucked against the Heat. Yeah. That was kind of frustrating to watch. Kobe's kind of doing a J.J. Barea. Yeah. Wasn't he, though? Way too much. Too many shots, man. Way that game. too much. Way too many. I mean, Kobe or not, he, D'Antoni should have uh, pulled him out. At some point, you got to kind of slow down here, Kobe. You know, you're just you're actually hurting your team by playing that way. He was kind of Iversoning it. <laughs> I ain't passing nothing. 
The Heat lost a few games this week, too, that I just don't understand, but they beat the Lakers. We're happy for them. Uh, and I'm going to make a brief statement here real quick. Remember last, uh, way back in the beginning of the year, we said the, we predicted the Lakers win the title in our little season prediction? <laughs> I know it hurts. It hurts. But I, you know how we can kind of change it mid-season just because? I mean, we'll say we were wrong on our initial prediction. We're going to oh, add yeah, up to yeah. that. Uh, for me, it's definitely, you know, I think ultimately long-term the best team in the league is the Miami Heat. It, it is. And I know you're probably like, Joey, please don't yeah, say that. No, that's, that's not the case. <laughs> you're going to get mad. No, no. I mean, yeah, no, you're free to comment about it. That's why we're on the air here. I think the Heat, well, they're not the best team. Team, team, no. But uh, pound for pound, I think they have the best overall chance of winning the championship, believe it or not, when they when they actually get it together. There, that's what I was trying to say. When they actually play with passion, they will be the best team in the league, but until that happens, they're not. There we go. There you go. Huh? That makes sense? And then you're like, no, they're not. You know, anything you want to feed off of that one? Yeah, right. I just said I think you're wrong, but... You're like, no comment, Joey, no comment. Okay. But, but it isn't the Clippers either, right? No. <laughs> but the Kings, apparently, yeah, I know this is old news, but we got to talk about it a little bit. Uh, the Kings possibly, probably moving to Seattle. Not completely a done deal yet. Um... That being the Sacramento Kings, the Maloof brothers selling to a man that would move them to to Seattle. It's not a completely closed deal yet, but if and when the Seattle Supersonics return, it'd be interesting. Yeah. Um, I hated the logo, or not the logo, I hated the colors with the green and blue and red Sonics when they, beat the, when they lost to the Bulls in the finals. I couldn't stand those uniforms. Like, talk about changing your identity way too much. And then they tried to bring it back with the new, the kind of newer ones. They brought the green and gold. I like that a lot. But the uniforms did not do it for me at all. I, I wanted, I, I want the old one. You know, right? It's the Gary, the early Gary Payton, Sean Kemp, right? Yeah. Isn't that better? He is nodding in approval, just so you guys know, for my narration. What, what do you think of that? It's old Sonics. If the team goes back, I'm not so sure now. Hmm. What do you think is going to happen with that one? I don't know, it's just, I, you know, right now, the team's staying where they are. I mean, I don't know if if the brothers want too much power. That's that, the talk, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, that's what they were saying. Like, they still want to uh, be basically in control of most most of the uh, decisions. Yeah, it's complicating things a little bit. Um, uh, why don't they just sell the team and move on? But, I mean, then again, maybe it'll help them stay in Seattle, or, excuse yeah. me, Sacramento then. Please don't move them to Anaheim and not another L.A. team. Because Anaheim is L.A. It's like Bloomington's Minneapolis. It just is. It is. You know, Anaheim is L.A. as much as they want to separate themselves from it. Right? In the whole situation, I mean, you're taking another uh, franchise away from uh, decent fans and just moving to another. So, yeah, see it? Seattle fans should know how it feels already. Yeah. Even though they're... Getting a, a team back. Yeah, that's the fun part, but then it's like, uh, you can kind of feel guilty about it. Yeah. Like, luckily, most of Minnesota teams were started originally. Like, we lost the North Stars, but we were able to start with an expansion. Minnesota Wild, I wish they were the North Stars again, but, well, yeah. <laughs> the Vikings were an expansion team. The Twins were a team that moved from Washington, D.C., the original Washington Senators. So, that's the one team we've taken from a market that lost the Washington Senators again to become the Texas Rangers. <laughs> Can you believe that? I mean, they lost the, the team. They got a new team with the same name again and lost them again. 
And then they had to uh, uproot the Montreal Expos to get the Washington Nationals, which I hate that name, but... No, I, I don't hate it, but I don't like it as much as Senators. But, yeah. Yeah. The Wolves, of course, new team after the Los Angeles Lakers, uh, Minneapolis Lakers, the Great Lakes ships, the big ships you see in Duluth, Minnesota, folks, and probably Chicago and, and uh, Milwaukee and stuff, those big ships that fly, drive around in the Great Lakes, that's a Laker. That's what a Laker is. Look it up. There's nothing to do with L.A. How about them ocean liners? Man, L.A. ocean liners. L.A. liners. Okay, sorry. I had to get that little nerdy fact out there. <laughs> but that, everybody's wondering what the hell a Laker is. That's what a Laker is. It's a big ship. Funny, huh? And yeah, they're in L.A., but not they're not Lakers. They'd be an ocean liner. <laughs> it's a totally different name. Oh, how about them Sonics, huh? I hope they bring back the old logo. The old logo, not the... Not the semi-old logo. Final topic in terms of league. You're uh, one of your, like, your second or third team, whatever it is. The Milwaukee Bucks and Scott Kyles have parted ways. What do you think? It's about time. You don't like him? No. You don't like Scott Kyles at all? <laughs> I just saw this look and you're like, it's about time, Joey. It's one of who they're uh, going to pick up and uh, uh, the Suns. Yes, because that's the other one. Yep, it happened today. Uh, Mr. Elvin Gentry and the Suns part ways. Yeah. So, similar situation there, where it's just kind of like, well, that's the end of that nonsense, I guess. Uh, some some people went as far as uh, Keelan King on uh, on that Rip City Bad Boys was saying he's the worst coach in the league. He, he said that about a month or two ago. Elvin Gentry. Yeah, he thinks Elvin is the worst coach in the league. Uh, also, Lou Williams, out for the season, torn ACL. We can definitely r- relate to that, unfortunately, with the Josh Howards and the and such. It's a shame. Lou, Lou Williams, I think he had like a really bad injury a while ago, too. It was a broken wrist. Yeah, it was a while ago, though. Um, it just never ends, huh? Mm-mm-mm. Lots of firings and injuries, and this is not even a lockout year. <laughs> Jiminy Christmas. Yeah, I'm seeing something about Durant went 21 of 21 on, the, on Friday. That's crazy. 52-point game, but against Dallas. Ugh. Yeah, they really pounded that team. To think of how badly we lost to them. Bullcrap. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, who's going to go to Phoenix? Who's going to go to Milwaukee? I guess we'll just have to find out. Uh, Brooklyn Nets also with uh, Monsieur PJ Carlissimo. We'll see how that turns out as well. Yeah, I think they'll we'll stick with him. You think they will? Yeah. He's 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 a he's a good coach as long as he doesn't scream too much. It's going to get on uh, Darren, Darren Williams. Darren Williams' bad side, yeah. Yeah, it's one or the other, because he's, he, he's always been a tough coach, and that's, you know, Spreewill's always been a, a jackass, so obviously that whole thing wasn't a good marriage over there in Golden State many years ago in in the uh, San Francisco area, <laughs> or no, Oakland, excuse me, Oakland. Yeah, that wasn't a happy marriage, but that was like a long time ago, I just had to bring it up, yep, he's doing the, <laughs> giving me the choke sign, yeah, look at me bringing that up, poor Carlisle, he's always going to be tied with getting choked. <laughs> you know, I, I wouldn't want that, would you? No. <sighs> so to kind of wrap things up, we're trying to we're trying to hope for the best with the Wolves here. There's just so many injuries that it's like we're just kind of like playoffs. Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. You know, it's kind of getting like that, isn't it? Oh, we won one game. Yeah. Um. I hope we can make the playoffs, but it's going to be hard. But beating Houston, that's that's a, that's that's one way to do it. Keep it up. 
That's about it, huh? Luckily, Pekovich will be back fairly soon. Uh, I can't imagine Cunningham's going to be out for very long. Shved hopefully will be back soon, but I don't know what his threshold for pain is. With his facial expressions, I don't imagine it's very good. But <laughs> hopefully I'm wrong, right? His facial expressions resemble that of a uh, not a very tough person. Not at all. <laughs> so the, but the only guy that's really out for a considerable amount of time is... Well, Kevin Love, that's a pretty big loss. Luckily, Rubio is is around, though, because we've been kind of used to Rubio not being around with that doggone ACL and then the back spasms to follow. But, uh, well, at least Rubio's back in the lineup. That's a reason to at least hope for the best. Guys like Karolenko, uh, Cunningham, and such can definitely feed off of him. Uh, Derek Williams actually really can because, you know, the alley-oops and all that. But we're hoping for the best. Uh... We should make a few predictions. We're, like, getting off that topic. we got to make a couple of predictions here before we sign off. We almost forgot to do that, <laughs> which is kind of funny. But do you blame us? Do you blame us? Yeah, we're, we're, we, we've been off for we've been off for a week that we shouldn't have been, so we're a little bit rusty. Yes. Okay, I'm just kidding. So we'll make a few brief predictions here. Well, we it's Atlanta again. How ironic is that? <laughs> Last show, our first prediction was... Atlanta. So this time we're going to Atlanta on MLK Day. And by the way, happy Martin Luther King Day to, to everyone out there. And uh, we'll give Martin Luther King a moment of silence. There you go. Thank you again, Dr. King. So uh, at Atlanta on the 21st, Monday, I predict a loss, unfortunately. Even though they actually are not playing well. But no, they're not. I don't know. Should I pick a loss? What do you think? I see a win. Do Last you? time we, we won because uh, Peck uh, took care of, of uh, Al Horford. Oh, that's right. He did play well. The problem is he's not going to play this game, though. Yeah. He's out 7-10, to 10, so we're talking maybe Wizards game, Charlotte game. That's going to be an interesting back-to-back. Yeah, I think we'll win that. <laughs> I think we'll win this, uh, that, the Hawks game. I hope so. Uh, just for the sake of Devil's Advocate, I guess I'll say loss. But just for the sake of it, so we don't pick the same team all the time. Home game against Brooklyn. That's a win. That is a win. Yeah, I'm I'm in on that. Yeah. The Brooklyn Nets are not playing that great, nor is Atlanta. This could be a nice little resurgent week for the Wolves, to be honest with you. You look at the schedule, it's not bad. Not bad at all until the 30th against Clippers. That's a ways ahead of us. Yeah. Uh, then we head to Washington, D.C., that's, yes, sir. On the on Friday the 25th. No, it was Wednesday 23rd for Brooklyn. I think I said that, but just in case I didn't. Friday the 25th at the Wizards. Or, yeah, yeah, they're still the Wizards, even though they're trying to look like the Bullets. <laughs> uh, if Randy Women's the coach, I predict a win. Yeah, win. <laughs> oh, I hope Rick Adelman comes back this week, but I'm not, I'm not holding my breath. You're like, eh, I don't know about that. <laughs> now I still want Williams to uh, get his minutes. So you're predicting a four-game win streak, aren't yep, you? Yep. Yeah. I've got at least two. I've got at least three of four. We'll see. Maybe it'll be a four-game win streak. So there's your positivity, guys. This could be a nice week. Uh, should we pick the... Sh- yeah, we'll pick the Charlotte game just to be safe, because I don't know. Yeah, we'll probably record Saturday or Sunday, so we'll pick the Charlotte game as well. Um, yeah. I don't know about that one. I'll say it's a win. Do you? Yeah. Ooh, look at Mr. Positivity walking in here. Yeah, you know. Hey. Hopefully by then we'll make a Excuse significant me. trade. Yes, David Kahn. Please, please, Kahn, make a trade. 
please. Okay. <laughs> Charlotte, yeah, they kind of stink still. I mean, they have some talent on that team. I love Kemba Walker, but their record still is not that great. I guess, uh, yeah, I'm going to go with you. Because, you know, it's just, just for the feel-good deal here. Because we have it pretty negative. <laughs> we have it pretty negative. we got to be honest. Oh, I'll, I'll go with you on this. Look at you, the five-game win streak. Well, there you go. We're back to five above five hundred. If that happens, I think the only team we might have trouble with is uh, Atlanta. Yeah, they're supposed to be good. You know, they've they've dropped all the way from third to sixth. Though they had some ugly ones. They got beat by forty this week against Chicago. Forty. It's a bad loss. They lost to the Pistons as well. Okay, Pistons as well. Yeah, <laughs> inside joke there for them. But um, sorry, Keelan King. Okay, he's gonna kill me. Ah, oh, man. Yeah, look at all this positivity. What the heck? But the schedules, yeah, this is an easy schedule all of a sudden. Yeah. So let's hope for the best, and uh, we'll predict the Clipper game next week. Clipper game next week. Stay away from that flu bug. <laughs> so thanks again, guys, for listening. We hope you enjoyed it. We did absolutely. It's probably longer than normal because it's a two-week hiatus. Yeah, more news, more games, so it's longer than normal. Apologize if it's like. Too bloody long night. <laughs> but uh, we'll be back probably Saturday. I'm thinking Saturday or Sunday. That's you, that's what we're trying to shoot for at this point. Yeah. So, so Timberwolves Explosion on the sportsstuff.com and on iTunes. Don't forget the phone line 209 736 7877. 209 736 The Twitter account is at Wolves Explosion or what's yours? Forecaster TE. Yes, sir. At Forecaster TE. Yes. Both of our, both of the Twitters are one word, no underscore or any of that type of nonsense. It, it just is what it is. No line or anything. So, <laughs> yeah, thanks again for listening, and we shall be back sooner rather than 